Hey homemakers, welcome back to another episode of the Happy as a Homemaker podcast. I am Chandler, your host. Today we're talking about anxiety and lowering stress as a homemaker. I have gotten many requests to do this in the past, but I never felt equipped to talk about it because it's something that I've dealt with for a really long time and I think it's um, a multifaceted topic. And I'm just going to give you a few ideas to explore today. Um, As most of you know, if you've listened to my more recent episodes, we now have a Patreon community called the Homemaker Globe Community. I will link it below. So the first half of the podcast will be up on here as normal. And the second half of the podcast will be up on my Patreon. It's $5 a month. Um, You will always get those four podcasts and ideally I'm going to be posting more content on there. Um, and also just more of like the community aspect. We can all have conversations in a much safer space. Um, all of those things. So be sure to join us over there. If you're interested, if you want to hear the rest of this podcast, I really think it's going to be a good one. And, um, other than that, um, Oh, um, I'm going to leave a link to sign up for my email list because I'm toying with the idea of like leaving Instagram. I don't, it's not like going to happen tomorrow or probably even by the end of the year, but I just think about it a lot and I do, Instagram has seriously blessed me in so many ways, but it also, what's the word, unblessed me. (laughs) it's really just become a problem area. And I know a lot of you can relate. So I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, man, I really don't want to be on Instagram anymore. And then sometimes I am like, but, oh, but I've gleaned so much from it. So I don't know. Oh, and also the main reason um, is I, uh, I don't remember what I was even talking about on stories the other day, but Instagram told me I like violated their community guidelines, which you can literally say like anything. And, and, you know, because they are their own business, like they're allowed to do whatever they want, but they, the problem is they never tell you, they're never clear. And, um, if you follow like Steven Crowder's work, he is always getting strikes on YouTube. And I mean, obviously he's like very conservative, um, commentator. And that's what they say. They say, you violated our guidelines. And he always says, well, what are the guidelines? And they never, you know, they say, oh, hate speech. And he's like, okay, can you please tell me what I said? And they never can respond or they just won't respond. And of course they can do that, but it is unfair because, you know, we're happy to work with these guidelines, but like, we need to know what they are. Right. So basically, you know, I don't, I, I literally, you guys know, like I'm not that controversial on Instagram, but apparently I violated their guidelines. Don't really know what I said. Um, I, I truly don't remember, but anyway, I'm, I'm all that to say is just in case I, we didn't have a way to communicate or I, you know, just sign up for my email list. I really don't um, send out emails that much. I'm supposed to send out an email once a month, but I rarely do, but soon enough, I will be more consistent with that. So anyway, let's get into ideas to lower stress and anxiety as a homemaker. Like I was saying, a lot of you have requested this. 
Um, these are just some ideas. These are some things that I've done recently because after having my son, my second baby, um, life just got a little crazy. So the very first thing that has made the biggest difference and I, I don't know, I'm hesitant to, I'm not necessarily recommending it, but well, I don't know, maybe I am. Um, okay. I have in previous episodes talked about my finances and like what, how my husband and I deal with it in a traditional marriage as, um, a essentially one income household husband works. I take care of the home and the babies. Um, I previously said that I am more of like a manager of the finances. I would pay the bills, um, and I would do the budget and all of those things. And it worked fine. It, it was really no big deal. Um, in the, in the finances, it really, it worked fine. You know, I, I, said I was like his money manager, basically. If I was about to pay a bill, if I was about to make a big purchase, I would just tell him and it was all fine. No, no issues. We, we very much were very good at communicating and all of those things. So recently I went to my husband and I just said, Hey, I'm really stressed out. I think that being really involved in the finances is stressful for me. I know that you're really busy. I know that you work a lot and you have a lot of stress. And if you don't want to, it's really okay. I really don't mind doing it. But do you think you could start paying all the bills and doing all of that stuff? And he was happy to. He said he didn't mind a bit. Um, he used to be the one that did it, but I'm kind of a control freak. And I think I just like took it back over and he didn't mind. But I, I just said, I just... I really just want you to deal with the money. You make the money. I want you to decide if we can afford something or not. I want to just, you know, I know my grocery budget. I know like if, if I can buy something or not, um, or if something's like over a certain amount of money, like I want to ask you and if you say yes or no. And that like, we've only been doing this for like a couple of weeks and it has made such a huge difference in my life. Like, you know, there are all kinds of arguments about this online and it's very like black and white. And I just think that every woman is different. Every marriage is different. And this, the Bible is not, you know, the Bible is clear about a man providing for his family um, and a woman keeping a, a home. But the Bible does not say the man has to be the one who writes the checks, you know, or anything like that. And I think a lot of times women are a little bit better at that because they're more organized and all of those things. But also you need to, we need to ask ourselves, have I, have I never given my husband a chance to do this, you know, to, to figure it out for himself? Um, and it can be scary. Um, and it, it really wasn't for me because I just, I wanted to just trust him and I wanted to let go of this like control freakness in me that needs to like have a hand in that. I think that was my problem is by managing the money, by managing the finances and all that, I felt like 
I still had a really big hand in like the financial decisions and I really just wanted to give that to him. And it's been so nice. It's been so nice for our marriage. Um, it's been so nice for me. Like every time it, honestly, I really don't have thoughts about the money anymore. Like I really, it just, it just, I, I don't know. I don't know if God just took it from me or what, but like, I just truly do not worry about the money anymore. I have full faith in my husband that he is going to take really good care of us and he's going to handle all of that stuff. And, you know, will he make mistakes? Probably, you know, I would too, if I were in his shoes, like we all make mistakes. I have to allow him to make mistakes. Um, but I know he's not going to like, ruin our future if if the opposite truly like I really think that he will be better at it than than me so I'm like I said I'm not recommending it but um maybe it's something to think about maybe something to talk about with your husband it's just been so nice like it's been so nice to not have to worry about finances um not in like a oh like we're so comfortable like I don't have to worry about finances because my husband makes so much money or anything like that but it's just like I'm you know I'm being frugal I'm you know, stewarding our money well, but like at the end of the day, I'm not worried about our um, retirement and all of that, or like our our week to week, month to month financial situation. Like I literally don't even get into the bank account anymore. Like I can, I have the option to, but I don't because I just choose not to. I just choose to trust him. And I know that if he wants my opinion on something, then he'll ask me. So I don't know. I hope that's not like too personal. I don't think that it is. But anyway, um, I guess where I got that from, I've been listening to the Empowered Wife podcast. And that is not, I mean, she does, I've been reading her book too. She does talk about God in her book, but like, I don't, I wouldn't tout it as like a Christian book, right? Like there's a lot of like secular ideals in it and that there's nothing you know wrong with that but I just think that we need to be careful um if you are like a quote-unquote baby Christian just be careful when you're reading books like that because you just need to have like really wise like developed discernment and be able to like point out when something is like not true because of what we believe about men and women or just people in general so, um, anyway, I, um, I'm reading through that book right now and listening to her podcast and her, a lot of her big thing is like just putting more faith in your husband in general. And, um, that's kind of like where I got the financial idea. I'm not fully through the book. I think she even talks about in the book, like letting hubby deal with the finances or something. But, um, yeah, I've been just really like, um, Oh, like the other night we were out at dinner and it was just me and my husband and our little baby. And he is still like, we carry him in, in the car seat carrier. And I remember like we were walking in and I was thinking to myself like, oh, we need to ask for a booth so that, um, you know, we can put him, I, I like to just scoot him into the booth instead of like putting him on one of those upside down, um, what are they called? Baby seat things, high chairs. So anyway, so, and then I, you know, I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna, 
I'm just going to be a little more like relaxed about this. And like, if he thinks to ask for a booth, great. But if he doesn't, like, that's okay too. I can put him in a seat next to me. I can put him in the upside down high chair. Like it's no big deal. And it was so sweet because he actually asked for a booth and like, I gave him the chance to think for me, you know, and it was just so sweet. And I was like, Oh, thank you. You know, and then something else, um, there was something else that night that he did. I hope you guys don't think I'm like bragging about my husband. I mean, my husband is amazing, but that's not the point. I'm, I'm just trying to say like, I'm pulling back the reins a little, you know, I'm, I'm learning. This has been like a three, four year process that I learned about, um, like traditional marriage and gender roles and biblical marriage and all of those things. And I'm just really like slowly, slowly learning about all of these things. Oh, um, I asked him to, uh, wash my car this weekend, but, um, yeah. And he said that he would. And at the end of the weekend, I realized that he hadn't. And I just decided, you know, I looked at like our weekend. I was like, well, we were really busy this weekend. Like we had a lot, we hosted people, we did things like we were busy. And, um, I just remembered thinking to myself like, okay, I could get mad at him for this, or I could just choose to see the best in him and trust that he would have done it if he could have gotten to it. And actually at the end of that night, at the end of our date, he brought that up. He said, man, I really meant to wash your car this weekend, but I just, I didn't have the time. And he said he, it was supposed to rain, um, which it actually did. It pretty much poured all weekend. And he was like, I hate to wash your car for it just to rain the next day. And I just remember being so um, pleased with that, being like, oh, like, you know, I gave him, I actually gave him a chance rather than saying like, you know, as, as soon as I remembered that he didn't wash my car saying, well, I guess you're not going to wash my car this weekend, you know? So I don't know. Um, sorry, that was like 14 minutes of me talking about my marriage, <laughs> but I don't know, you know, it's a big, it's a big thing. And like, this book has really helped me and your marriage is such a big part of your life as a homemaker. And, um, I don't know how that maybe gave you some ideas. So anyway, let's continue. Let's go into like more simple things. So simple meals. This is something I've been doing um, when I was a homemaker without children. Like every night I would make an elaborate meal. I would like bread chicken or, um, you know, do these. And I still like comparatively to like a lot of people, I probably still do make like quote unquote elaborate meals just because like most of what I make is from scratch. But like a lot of the things that I'm doing are very simple. Um, like what I've, what I've been doing a lot of is like cooking a big piece of meat and then turning that into like a lot of different meals. So like, um, make a huge, my husband smoked a huge brisket, make, um, brisket sandwiches, brisket on a pizza, brisket nachos, just have the brisket on the side with like a bunch of beautiful roasted vegetables. Um, put it in a soup, you know, like these quick meals where like the meat's already cooked. Um, and you already have like most of the ingredients on hand and you can just kind of like assemble things, um, burrito bowls or like some kind of bowl. Um, we do like Korean beef bowls with like rice and Korean ground beef and like cooked broccoli and then some kind of quick sauce, you know, just 
stuff like that um, is kind of what I've been leaning on lately just because, or at least having those things on the back burner just in case. Like for example, yesterday, um, I got home a lot later. It was like 5.30 when we got home. Normally I start dinner at like four, you know? And I was like, oh, what do I do? Like, you know, my daughter's about to be hungry. I'm hungry. You know, this is crazy. And I just pulled out some brisket, cooked it in the oven, roasted some potatoes that I had already pre-roasted, but they were in the freezer, heated those up real quick, called it, you know, called it a a dinner. Tacos are easy. Just having some things that like, you know, you can make that are super quick, but still delicious. Um, leaning, leaning on just simple, yummy meals. Don't, you know, just depending on if you're in a stressful season or you're really stressed out right now, don't, don't push these things, these ideals on yourself, like that you have to make, you know, all these crazy meals. Like you just don't. And, um, don't make, don't make dinner a stressor. You know, it can be, it can be simple one pot things. I made a one pot. Uh, it was like a homemade one pot hamburger helper. The recipes from the defined dish. I've been using it for years and I added some like sauteed carrots and peppers to it. It was so good. My daughter ate so much of it. Husband loved it. And it was all one pot. Okay. Highly recommend one pot meals. So, or like crock pot meals are great. Um, instant pot. I literally like hate, I don't hate it, but it's just, I'm not a fan of the instant pot for various reasons, but anyway, I know I'm like the only one. Um, okay. Another thing. And this one came to me last night. I actually wrote up this podcast last night. Um, while my son was awake in the middle of the night, um, so control slash audit your news feed. So basically I was scrolling through my Facebook last night, you know, la 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 scrolling through and all of a sudden, um, a story popped up about a, uh, well, I don't really want to talk about it, but like Basically, it was um, a child died, and it was a really, really sad story that just like happened in my local news, and that I guess I follow on Facebook, and it was really sad, and I just remember feeling so sad and upset in the middle of the night, you know, and just like, and it got me thinking about how when we're scrolling like that, we're so at the mercy of whatever we scroll through, like something I struggle with is I follow a lot of pro-life accounts, but when I read things that they post, a lot of it just breaks my heart. And I think, you know, that's good. And I like to be reminded of this. Well, I don't like to be, but I think it's important to be reminded of like the tragedy, the, the horrible thing that is going on in our country and around the world. Um, but at the same time, like, I don't know, especially in really stressful seasons, if it's the best for us to just kind of um, like relish in like sadness, you know, and, and the thing that I hate about scrolling is, is yeah, like you don't really have control. So because you're just scrolling, you're minding your own business and then something horrible pops up and then like you're sad and 
So I don't think the answer is to say, I used to think like, gosh, I'm just too sensitive. And it's like, no, like, I do think that God made women more sensitive for obvious reasons, like child rearing. And some are more sensitive than others, of course. But I don't think that that's necessarily the problem. So I think that we need to be better about like being more choosy with the content that we're consuming, because that really can affect our, um, our, our days and our attitudes. And, um, yeah, so either unfollow accounts, or I think you can like snooze certain accounts or just, uh, on my Facebook, you can, I don't really, you can like Google this, but like you can block, um, your like scrolling newsfeed so that when you, get on Facebook, there's just like your notifications. So I need to figure out how to do that on my phone because I have that done on my laptop, but sometimes I still scroll on my phone. So that is just a thought, something that might be contributing to your stress. Okay. And then the last one I'm going to go over on the podcast, the rest will be over on Patreon. But the last one here is going to be less is more with the kids. So it's kind of funny how we go through all of these measures to, which is good to make sure that our kids are like engaged and learning. And I think that I say this all the time, like every episode, but I think that we as women tend to overcomplicate things. Like I really think it's just kind of in our nature to overcomplicate things. And I think about this a lot with my daughter because I will be sitting on the internet, you know, trying to figure out like engaging activities for my daughter to do that are messy and sensory and are are really good at for her to learn like how to learn instructions and then I'm like this is so silly like why don't I just have her bake cookies with me and like she can get messy with the dough and the flour and like she can learn how to use her gross motor skills by like scooping the cookies onto the pan and her fine motor skills by like, I don't know, spreading dressing or spreading icing on top, you you know, taking directions from me, um, learning how to not like eat the dough, (laughs) you know, like obviously there's a time and place, like we have a sensory bin and it's great. You know, I just have like a rice bin or whatever, but But I just think we really can stress ourselves out trying to like find ways to entertain and educate our children when less is often more with them. And obviously I'm a new mom, like I've only been a mom for two and a half years. So I'm not trying to say that I I know all of these things about raising children, but, but what I do know is they really like to spend time with us. They really like to do what we're doing. And I mean, how invaluable is, is that the right word? Invaluable or valuable? (laughs) I always get confused with that one. But um, just having them learn like the life skill of cooking in the kitchen or sweeping or mopping or something like that. So that's something that I've been doing is like, okay, I don't have to stress myself out by buying all these things, doing all these crafts you know, those are fun to do maybe once a week or or whatever, but I don't have to have like a new Pinterest activity for my daughter to do every day. Like she can, she can just bake bread with me. And to her, that is thrilling and so fun. And she got to work with mama and 
that's all she ever wants to do, right? So, or we can go on a nature walk in our backyard um, or just like sit in the grass and play with her toy bunnies. Like, I don't think we need to make, like get so stressed out about entertaining our children. Um, That's just something I've thought about recently in like different podcasts I've listened to and stuff. So anyway, okay, so I'm going to go record the Patreon exclusive part of this episode. I hope y'all are having a wonderful Wednesday and I will um, talk to you next week.